You are listening to WTUZ Radio Podcast. Welcome to an episode of a WTUZ Radio Podcast. I am your host, Rhonda. So this particular podcast today, we will discuss the fall of the Black woman. So before I get into this, um, just a quick funny story. Um, you know, being a podcaster, and especially when you report on different controversial topics, as I do, uh, regarding religion, um, uh, political aspects, um, various things that I speak on, I always have folks who think they know me. And they always make assumptions that I'm this or that. Uh, I have been called a feminist. Um, You know, folks get the most upset about religion, which I don't fool with religion at all, et cetera, et cetera. So interestingly enough, what I like to say is stick around because I'm bound to piss you off. (laughs) in other words. And I don't do these things for controversy. I don't have to do them for controversy. I um, put out these particular topics because number one, this is the way I feel. This is my opinion. And then number two, and really most importantly, this is what the facts say. This is what the, what truth is. So it does not matter to me. Rather, it is a race thing. Yeah, folks get pissed at me about the race thing also. Rather, it is a sexuality thing. People get pissed at me on that topic as well. Um, People get pissed at me on the whole um, man slash woman issue, making an assumption what they think I am. And none of that matters to me because at the end of the day, it's about truth, not about what biases I want to throw in the mix or what hidden agenda or what cognitive dissidence I may have. It's about truth. And if it is my opinion, I will tell you it is my opinion, and that's that. Now, with that said, we need to get on the topic, because I've been sitting back, and I've been seeing prominent melanated women, aka black women, have really been into a bunch of foolery. And so now I have accumulated a few and I'm about to put them on blast. Just like I had to recently, probably about a month and a half ago, put the um, frauds in the conscious community on blast who just so happened to be all men. I'm an equal opportunist of the truth. 
or depending on how you feel about whatever topic I'm discussing, I'm an equal opportunist offender. Take your pick. But as I always say, as one of the popular memes going around on social media, if the shoe fits, lace that MF up and wear it. So let's get into the fall of black women. We're going to discuss several people. Chow, we'll start with the latest one. Chow, let's start with Auntie Monique. Okay, so uh, she's, you know, Auntie, you know, which I am considered Auntie at this point. Dang, but that's, it is what it is. So somebody had posted a picture on social media where some melanated women slash black women were in the airport with some bonnets on their head. Honey, it was about four, five of them. Okay. Uh, Some of them looked like they had on house shoes. But the bottom line is Auntie Monique pretty much came out and said, ladies, you know, that's not a good look. Um, you know, have some pride in yourself, et cetera, et cetera. And honey, let me tell you, they trying to cancel her over it. Mind your own business, ain't he? Blah, blah, this, that, and the third. Lotta, 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 lotta. Now, I have to say this. I agree with Auntie Monique. Now, it could definitely be our age, you know, fitting in a certain category, but I agree with her. Now, do I wear my scarves? You absolutely right, I do. I have locks. I've been wearing my little scarves. Um, you know, I wear present them a certain way and I keeps it moving. Now, <clears throat> I just don't feel it is appropriate to be in public in your pajamas or, as my country folks say, pajamas. It, it just, it's not a good look. I, I don't care. I'm sorry. That's the way I feel about it. Now, <clears throat> funny story when... I was in middle school. Listen up to the younger generation, honey, because this is how it used to roll. When I was in grade school, elementary school, back up in the day, and you're, you got into trouble, baby, your teacher would call your mama, and honey, she would come up to that school and come into your classroom in front of your peers and get you all the way together. Do you hear me? So as children in elementary school, we sitting there like, who mama dad? And Bernie Mac has a joke about it. And Kings of Comedy. Like you could tell who mama it is because that's the one that's doing all the work. <clears throat> True, those are actual true stories, family. So we have seen 
collective mothers come up to the school, come up in the classroom personally to get their child all the way together for their behavior. Now, this one particular day, this uh, young man, he had been cutting up in school for quite some time. So the teacher called his mama. Now, remember this back up in the day, y'all. Honey, she rolled up to that school with rollers in her hair, her pink housecoat on. That's to just show you, this is the point I'm trying to make, how much of a long-lasting impact this has made in my memory. This was when I was in elementary school family. She came up in there with the foam pink rollers, her pink house coat, her house shoes, and her belt. And she whooped his behind right up in that classroom for cutting up. She didn't abuse him or whatever, but, you know, some people today, oh, that was traumatizing, blah, blah, blah. Hey, you right. You have a right to your opinion, Is that and a third. I'm just telling you how it was back up in the day. He was showing his natural ass on a consistent, regular basis. His mama came up there to get him all the way together, and... It wasn't the fact, even the fact that she had to come in there and get them all the way together. It was the fact of how she was dressed. Because from that point forward, I, I can't even remember that little boy's name because we were all little boys and little girls back then. But baby, we nicknamed him Pink House Coat. So it was nothing that he could say or do for at least two little, three little years, he really couldn't say shit to nobody. He really couldn't participate in the little jokes. Because it was like, go head on somewhere, pink house coat. That's why you got your ass beat. Gone, pink house coat. It was all the way about how his mom came up to the school dressed. That carried him, as far as I can remember, two years of getting clowned on by classmates. Now, he was not the first whose mama came up to the school and got them all the way together in front of the class. But because of the way the mama looked, we never let that live, live that down. Yes, the other children got teased too, but it was not to that point of your mama came up to this school in this pink House coat. So I'm agreeing with Auntie Monique because at the end of the day, if you are a parent, if you are somebody's spouse, it's just not a good look. Now, that's just my opinion. It's not a good look. So take it for what you want, ladies. I'm siding with Auntie Monique on that. Okay? It's just certain things you you should just tighten up. That's just my opinion. Now, I'm not saying you have to be all the way buttoned up because we are more of a dressed-down society. 
I'm in tech and I had to learn to dress down a lot for the simple fact it's not a lot of women in tech. And so I purposely dress down to not attract attention to all of the men in the industry looking at you a certain certain way and not valuing you for your skills, okay? But by no means am I going to go outside with my pajamas on or budjamas on. I'm just not not going to do that. That's just that. All right. Child, let's get to the next one. The last week, Judge Joe Brown, baby, let me tell you something. He put Mellas, I didn't nickname the VP, y'all. I'm wrong up on my part. It is what it is. That's what melanated, a.k.a. black people do. Mella, or VP, Carmela Harris, baby, Judge Joe Brown put all her business up in the street. So basically, honey, he ran down her body count. Now, it had been rumors that she got around like Tupac. Da, 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 da. That got around. Da, da, da. Honey, he put her business out in the street so bad, it went from I get around to, and some of y'all might not know this song, and damn, I don't even know who made it, that she's a hoe. You know she's a hoe. I mean, he ran down her body count, baby, from this man to that man, and put with her body count, how she got particular positions and how much money she was making. He went in chronological order on how she bed hopped from man to man for her come up. So in other words, as the, you know, millennials and Aziz would say, which I love this saying, y'all, I don't know who came up. With it, but I swear I be using it and I be rolling every time I hear it. So basically, she for the streets. Let me tell you something. That's not a good look. Sorry. Not justifying it. Ladies, it is what it is. I mean, it is your body. You do what you want to do. But just understand, that's the consequences. And especially when you are running for public office, you are a woman, and in particular, you are a woman of color, okay? Although Camilla is not really melanated, she's Indian, she's still a woman of color. Sorry. You can't really have a high body count like that And not only do you have a high body count, it's linked to directly on how you got your rise to power. Now, women, I know you saying, well, men do it all the time. You're absolutely right. But we ain't talking about men right now. We on Mela and her body count. 
We know that most of the men in power, we talk about body counts. Them MFs have a cemetery assigned directly to them with body counts, but we ain't on, on them right now. We on Mala. And bottom line is her business was put up out in the streets with her body count. And I'm sorry, it's not a good look. And in particular, since melanated people, a.k.a. people, for the majority of them, and especially melanated black women, wanted to rah-rah with her. Oh, she's my sorrow. Oh, she got Tim's. And all the time, she was leveling it up, level up, level up, level up. That's what the hell she was doing with her career. And it's not a good look. And it does not send a good message to melanated girls that, okay, so all I have to do is pretty much sleep my way to where I want to go. I'm sorry. I'm not justifying that. None of that. I'm not deflecting. It is not a good look. All right? She already had dirt on her name based on her record of how she handled things as a DA in California. And when folks were trying to point that out during the campaign... Melanated people looked all over that, specifically her record of locking up melanated people. Melanated people looked over that, and specifically women, I have to call you out. I have to call you out because I didn't agree with you then, and goddamn, I don't agree with you now. You gave all type of justifications, the majority of you, why she should be supported. And how you want your daughter to look up to her. And here she for the streets. So no, I'm sorry. That's not acceptable to me. Nor is that a role model. It's just not. We have to be consistent in our message. We have to be consistent and specific in our message. You can't just pick and choose what same behavior you deemed acceptable. It does not work like that. Now, some of the same women that was rah-rah for Mella would turn around and talk about the rappers, Cardi B and Nikki. Oh, that's not good. The impression they're leaving on young girls, which I agree on that. I agree on that also. It's a time and a place for everything and I don't agree with all of that over over sexualization but what message are you sending young women who are coming up and they're looking for role models 
No, <clears throat> they're not an acceptable role model. The rappers, the women rappers that show skin. And hell, as some folks say, quiet as it kept, some of y'all still even sanction that. Because you'll be bumping the music, twerking and everything in front of your baby, not giving a damn also. But we're going to just stick with the narrative to try to clean up some of you women's image. And let's say you was against Cardi and Nikki, but yet Mella is acceptable. She acceptable. Now, Nikki and Cardi just rap about what they going to do to somebody. Mella actually has the documented body counts where she is full of streets and she literally made the come up on her back. That's, that's not acceptable to me. And women, the hypocrisy, I ain't letting that pass. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let it pass. Be consistent. Be specific with your message. Your daughters, your nieces, as well as the world. They're watching you. You set the tone. So you can call me what you want. Any, oh, you old, listen, I'll be all that. I will take all of it. But I'm telling you, it's not acceptable to me. That's not the message nor the image that I want to portray myself as a melanated black woman. And I damn sure don't want any of my nieces to feel that that's the way to do things. It's not a good look. It's dangerous. All right. So that's on Mella. Next one. Child, let me take a sip of water because I just. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Child, Miss Tiny. Now I'm on the celebrity side. Child, let me tell you something. <sighs> Miss Tiny, I'm so done with her. I just cannot express how done, done, I'm done, done. Not just done, I got to put done, done with it. Because let's be clear, if you lived in the ATL for any amount of time, everybody knew what T.I. and Tiny were doing as far as their little couple bedroom activities. It, it just was what it was. Now, nobody knew the specifics. Nobody knew anything about all of these allegations that's coming out. But everybody pretty much knew what they were doing. Tiny sanctioned it. She was cool with it. It had been rumors for years that they were doing, you know, bringing folks into their bedroom. That's what she felt she needed to do. To keep her man. Here's the issue I have with Tiny. Let me tell you something, baby. First of all, now this the auntie and me. 
and tiny is auntie right the hell with me. So now I should not have to tell her old ass <laughs> this information. Okay? But I'm fenced to put it out here. She brought all of that shit upon herself. Once she started bringing other people in their bedroom out of pure desperation, out of pure desperation, she gets what she gets. And the part that just really had us women like, okay, so you are allowing extra folks to come in you all's bedroom and he's still cheating and embarrassing you and going having full-fledged relationships. And one minute he want to be with you and the next minute he don't. But in her mind, she's being a ride or die. That's her man. She love him. Woo, woo, woo. And I'm thinking, and most aunties, that's grown-ass women, Bitch, you stupid. Ain't no way in the hell. Now, he the same one that got all upset after he didn't embarrassed her from for the umpteenth time, publicly, mind you. Publicly. Because you got to think, even when someone is getting cheated on, stepped out on, just and you're not a celebrity, and if your family member finds out about it, you're just like your family members. You're already humiliated and embarrassed. So you got to make a decision. Do, do I just kick this person totally out because I'm so humiliated? I cannot forgive them. Wooda, wooda, wooda. People going to be looking at me side-eyed like, bitch, you stupid. All of that that comes with it. We're talking on a public forum. So not only was it her family, it was also the public. And this was over and over and over again, okay? This was his pattern. This is her husband pattern. But yet, once he was taking a break, because that's what he called them breaks. So she decided to have a, and I'm doing it in quotes, y'all, friendship with Money Mayweather, baby, he gets hotter than fish grease, ready to fight the man all up in Vegas, and Mayweather didn't whoop his ass because he could have whooped his ass. He hotter than fish grease. Through all of that, they still get back together. I equate their relationship to toxic struggle love. Their relationship directly proves that it's not all about money. Just because somebody got money don't mean you're going to have the level of respect, don't mean you're going to have a healthy relationship. They are the poster children, both of them for that. Now, with all of that said and done, now women are coming out of the Woodworth baby with them session activities they were having in their bedroom and it's not looking good for them at all. They are under now an investigation under some serious allegations. 
some serious allegations. Now, I don't know if that's true, but the bottom line is, tiny, sus, you need to get your shit all the way together. I don't know if you're going to make it out of this one, sus. Because you're implicated heavily in these allegations. Okay? So that's yet another example of the ride or die chick who throws any type of dignity she has, self-worth, self-esteem up in the toilet, and where did it leave you? Lead you. Now you up under investigation for some serious allegations. And then this the part that messes me up that I'm just so totally done done with her. Bitch, you have children. You have girls. Not that it's even good for the boys either. Because you're setting a precedence for your boys of what a woman should do, what they should put up with. If you got some change, this is what you can do. And it's really even beyond if you got some change because Tiny came in the relationship with our own set of change. She was a millionaire, multi-millionaire before T.I. was a millionaire. So it's sad enough the image that you have put before your boys on what a woman will accept is sickening. Bitch, you got the nerve to have girls? You have the nerve to have girls? How can you even look your girls in the face? You got an arm, baby. Literally. She probably just started walking maybe two, three years ago, but you can still pick the little girl up. Cute as a button. Now, y'all are grandparents. One of your daughters had a baby. So you have one daughter in adulthood with a baby. One, that's an arm baby slash toddler. Yeah, that's the term, toddler. And then you have the other young lady who's a teenager. Bitch, I'm done done with you. Do you understand me? That's not acceptable. And then, your funk ass, when T.I. had the audacity to go on some doggone radio show and discuss him going to the doctor with his daughter to check her, and y'all know what he said, that's no, I, I'm not accepting none of that because for that motherfucker to be that comfortable with getting up there saying that, it was unacceptable. Oh, he was joking. I don't give a goddamn if he was joking. What would make that acceptable for him to either jo- even joke about that? He humiliated his his daughter, his young daughter, 
And then the fact that his whole attitude towards women is fucking disgusting. It is fucking disgusting. Because you didn't blew this man up to make him feel that his shit don't stink. And as long as he bringing in paper, he can do what he want to do. And it's disgusting behavior. And tiny sus, you fucking sanctioned that. So I'm done done with you. It's not a good look. You need to get your shit all the way together. Bitch, you literally have a grandchild. You're too goddamn old for that. Too goddamn old for it. So let me get off they ass shit. Child. Next person. ATL got two people on the list. Child, let me tell you something. Mayor of Atlanta, Keisha Lance Bottoms, she done set up and destroyed her career, y'all. I think she's done, okay? So, for those of you don't that don't know, she is the mayor of Atlanta. She is a melanated slash black woman. <sighs> Out the gate, Keisha, Mayor Keisha, or Kiki, <laughs> you know melanated people got to name people, nickname people. She messed up her image and her career associating herself with too many Atlanta celebrities. Now, I don't know if they were giving her um, contributions. I know she had people publicly supporting her to get in office. But either way, she attached herself with too many celebrities. And one of that group of celebrities was, guess who? T.I. and Tiny. So now you didn't already stained your name, you have already stained your reputation, you have already stained your legacy right the hell there. Then she's been doing a horrible job as mayor. I don't give a damn that she's a melanated slash black woman. <sighs> she's she's doing bad, y'all. She is doing bad. Crime is off the chain in the ATL. If you're familiar with the ATL, they have an area called Buckhead. Buckhead is old money. Okay? Old money. Now, back in the day, Buckhead used to be the party place. It used to have a, the, uh, like uh, two blocks of bars, y'all. I talked about that before. It was a fun time. We would get it in. It's that in the third. Until that football player um, came in, honey, because literally we all used to be at the bar kicking it and the celebrities would be right there with us. 
So the little football player, I know somebody know the name. You could drop it in the chat. I always forget it. Um, had a little shooting incident. And another melanated woman was in off office, Mayor Shirley Franklin, who she also has a stain on her name, stain on her legacy. Y'all can go look that up. Okay, it was involving her daughter, her uh, son-in-law activities. Okay, her son-in-law had money. Okay, but it, that money wasn't from the nine-to-five money, honey. And basically, uh, uh, he got caught up with a Fed case, this, that, and the third. And uh, uh, he had to go away. And uh, uh, she was trying to pay that mortgage on that multi-million dollar home that they had. And uh, uh, she wasn't smart about it. And was trying to do it via a money order. And it was over a certain amount. And honey, the feds swooped right in. Um, I am guessing, I don't know this for sure, that her mother, Mayor Shirley Franklin, got her out of it some type of way. Because she didn't face any charges. Okay? So that was a stain on her legacy. But under her tenure as mayor, that whole entire Buckhead Bar District was shut down under her tenure as mayor. The whole freak neat thing, that was pretty much, they put so much restrictions on it that it pretty much, you know, folks just stopped coming to party. All right? So that's under the legacy of Mayor Shirley Franklin. All right? Now, I'm not saying that the decisions that were made didn't need to be made, it could have been handled differently because what, what happened was it killed an underground economy. And I'm not talking about the illegal stuff. I'm talking about the vendors on the street that literally, family, that's how they were able to make a living. They could literally live off of those different festivals, off of just tourism, coming to Atlanta. I'm talking about the t-shirt man, the purse man, all of that, honey. The different local artists. Literally, people were able to make an entire living and live well off of tourism, off the melanated tourism. People were moving to the ATL for that purpose. It was a booming economy, all right? And then as they started coming, uh, Shirley Franklin started shutting that stuff down in Buckhead because what happened, that old money in Buckhead, baby, after the football player incident, they got in uh, Miss Franklin's ass, and so they shut that district down. So the party and moved from Buckhead to Midtown. And it was right on time because Midtown was seedy. Uh, Piedmont Park was uh, where the boys and the girls went. Hey, y'all know what I'm talking about. And was doing their thing, okay? Making their little change on the little side. Literally, it was not safe to go to Piedmont Park back then. Midtown was not safe, 
Okay, so then they started cleaning up Piedmont Park, getting Midtown together. So the bar district literally moved from Buckhead over to Midtown. Okay, I know I said I wasn't going to go into Shirley Franklin stuff, but shit, I went into it. Might as well add her to the list. She's a melanated woman. This is about the fall of black women. Okay, in positions of power. So this, this same Buckhead under... Mayor Kiki or Keisha Lance Bottom, crime is so off the chain, Buckhead is like, we're not putting up with this. We're tired of paying these high taxes with the city of Atlanta. We're not getting anything out of it. We want to annex or break off from the city of Atlanta. Okay, now this has been happening in Atlanta for quite some time. That folks that have money or um, that's middle class, they were tighter paying the high taxes with Atlanta giving poor city services. All right, which is true. As a former resident of Atlanta, they did not do a good job. The water system, which was under Shirley Franklin, was atrocious. That's another stain in her legacy. Okay? Where it was cost, it was going to cost a billion dollars to um, do the uh redo the infrastructure of the water system. All right. So the water bills in Atlanta, honey, they are. I've never seen anything like it. They are literally atrocious. It was to pay for, so they claim and allegedly, to repair the billion-dollar water system. Okay? So that was just another thing where folks like, we're fed up with you all. We're not, we're paying the highest taxes and we're not getting the services. We don't feel protected Yada, 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 yada. So a lot of people, um, it started from really the mayor before Shirley Franklin, Campbell. I can't think of dude's first name. Honey, his ass went to jail for fraud or whatever. He was for the streets, as the young folks say. He was for the streets, honey. He had connections with the Squip Clubs, but I'm sorry, I'm not on I'm not on the main men. But I'm just trying to show you a pattern, but that's not fair. This ain't about the men this time. This is about the downfall of the women. So Shirley Franklin came after him. But the fall of these different municipalities splitting from Atlanta and forming their own city started then. So Keisha was no different. And if Buckhead leaves, I have to check. I I can't remember how they voted on it. That's a huge tax base family for Atlanta that's, that's leaving. That's a huge tax base. So Keisha Lance Bottoms, her tenure as mayor of the city of Atlanta has been horrific crime is up really 
I don't know anything that she has done that she can be accredited to as being good. That's on the melanated slash black folks side as well as the money people side. And y'all know how that works. The money people side, they pretty much run it. So I saw something where they were saying, uh, well, she announced rather that she's not going to run for re-election. I'm like, no shit, sure a lot. You shouldn't run for re-election. So some folks are saying it's because she's going to try to do something else, you know, maybe uh, run for a higher office within the state. Chow, sus, sus Mayor Kiki, sus Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. You need to sit it all the way down because you didn't fucked up your legacy, boo. You literally, I don't know if you didn't have enough experience. I don't know if you didn't have the right advisors around you. But honey, I think you're done for. I really do. I think you're done for. And smiling and cheesing in these celebrities' faces, it has gotten you nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. And yet again, that's not acceptable to me as a melanated woman. I'm sorry. It's not acceptable. Just because you are melanated, just because you are a woman, just because you have a position of power, I'm not giving you no pass. I hold you to a high standard. That's what we expect from you. And I'm not even into politics like that. I'm just calling them as I see them. And your shit is raggedy. It's raggedy, sis. It's, it's not acceptable. So again, we cannot have two sets of standards. Right is right and wrong is wrong. End of story. Now, child, the last one, <laughs> I am being a little jokey joke, but I'm putting a serious message with it. And although this is about melanated black women, and technically, this person is a man. I am putting him in here because I called him out before with his sexuality and what his true motives were with his supposedly and allegedly guru advice giving women, specifically melanated black women and melanated black men, okay? I also said, because he was in my scammers, uh, scammers in the melanated community video. I also said, I don't give a damn about a person's individual sexuality. I've always said that. And I stand by what I say. I, I stand by that everyone deserves to live their life in peace. Everyone deserves to be loved. Everyone deserves to be respected regardless of their sexual orientation. So let's be clear on that. 
But what I'm not finna do, what I am not finna do is give you a pass. I'm calling bullshit where I see bullshit. And I got to put this man up into the fall of black women's category because Kevin Kitten Hill's motherfucker at the end of the day, you compete with black women. Your whole entire swag, nigga, is based on black women. Your mannerisms. Let's get back to the way you dress, nigga. With the auntie dress look. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm fenced to recall your funk ass out. Yeah, with the auntie dress look. Because in my first video, I said I saw how snatched you were with your motherfucking tight jeans and your designer purse sashayed across your body. Nigga, you stole that look from black women. I fucking dare you. You want to sit up here and pretend and the reason I have to put you in the category of women, because that's how you act. And I'm cool with that. I'm okay with that. But don't fucking play and pretend on me and use black women for your come up. Everything about you, nigga, you got from a black woman. Because truly, your choice in that motherfucking tight ass jeans and your designer bag slashed around your shoulder. Nigga, that's a black woman's look. My auntie Nim nigga invented that look back in the 80s. And in the 90s and 2000, me and my motherfucking crew upgraded it. So nigga, you copying off of me. So I dare you. So I called you out for being in the closet. You talking about somebody, all, everybody else. And nigga, you got dinosaurs in your closet. So now I'm chilling, chilling, minding my business. I gets up, gets myself together. First thing I checks, I see he all over social media. And specifically, I have to say, I saw it on uh, Taz exclusive the goat i might be called calling his channel name wrong i saw it there first and because taz named it you had a motherfucking glitch you had a glitch so as you talk shit about black women what they should be doing what their hair should look like what they height is what they weight is what type of um you know if they're a single mother, what their rateability scale is. And when we called you out on it, that nigga, you competing with black women for the six-figure man. I sure fucking said it. And I stand by what the hell I said. And I also said you ain't high value. So I am updating this, that your whole entire existence is based on black women. 
So you on a live, your funk ass on a live, and you switch your cameras, and you got a whole ass man, grown ass man laying in your bed under those low thread count ass sheets, nigga. But you so high value. Them sheets look scratchier than a motherfucker. It looks like the 90s shit from my first apartment when I didn't have no fucking money and I had to go up in Walmart and buy the comforter set, <laughs> the sheet set, in a motherfucking bag for $20, $30. That's what the fuck your shit look like. And if it didn't look like that, Honey, shame on you. Because since you are so astute in the art of presentation and dress, you would have picked out a better sheet set than that. So the shit looked cheap to me. But you high value. I didn't see no motherfucking headboard on the bed. I didn't see it. But nigga, you high value. You high value. So I just want to point that out. Knuckle. As you talk that shit. And since you want to base your existence on a black woman, which we're cool with that. But what you're not finna do is everything about you when you do, you mimic a black woman. But you want to tear her down because bitch, you want to be a black woman. And want to act like you're so much better than black women. You're so much high value. Nigga, up your game and get a motherfucking real ass bed with a headboard. And if you're going to have guests and company over, boo, buy you some better sheets. Get up your motherfucking thread count, high value. You talked all that shit. You ain't gay, this, that, and the third. And black women telling you, come on out the closet, kitten heels. We know you are. We know a gay man when we see one. You, we, our friend, we have gay friends. We have gay relatives. We grew up with men that confided in us that they were gay. We know what the fuck we saw. And we said to you, come out the closet. And we pointed out, you're bitter against women. And I'm telling you, nigga, you want to be one. Your whole look, your whole existence is the auntie look. That my aunts invented and that me and my crew upgraded. So you didn't talk to all this shit and had a glitch in your bed. And then the glitch... You know, he didn't look high value to me. He looked pookie rape-rating them to me. That same shit that you and your Kitten Hill crew talk about. He looked like the exact same man. Exact same man. And then you're going to try to play it all. Oh, it's a glitch in the system. Nigga, what glitch? What glitch? You clicked on the camera and your boo was laying in the bed. Bottom line. Yeah, that, that was definitely a glitch. Ain't no getting around that. 
content creators, any software program, nigga, you can try to possibly pull up. Nigga, we know how it works. So I had to throw you in with the downfall of black women since you imitate a black woman so much, you on the list too. See, <clears throat> all of this family is nothing more than the universe is not playing with people. The universe then already told everybody up in 2020 that it is not here for the foolishness but people still want to continue to play games and think they can get away with fleecing and fooling. And the universe said, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? So with that said, family, folks are most certainly free to do what they want to do. You can lie or not lie or tell the truth. Whatever you choose to do. But just remember, the laws of the universe, you cannot, you will not, and you are not going to escape. So now you can keep sitting up here fooling yourself, but you're going to continue to get exposed, embarrassed, humiliated, and you deserve exactly what you get. So I don't give a damn if you're melanated slash black, I don't give a damn if you're Caucasian slash white. I don't give a damn if you're Asian. I don't give a damn if you are Hispanic. I don't give a damn if you are heterosexual. I don't give a damn if you're gay. I don't give a damn if you're single. I don't give a damn if you're married. I don't give a damn of your religion, your beliefs. I don't give a damn if you are a male. I don't give a damn if you are a female. Truth will always stand on its own. Melanated women that are in those positions of power and kitten heels that put himself in a false sense of power, you have been exposed. Go on and take it for what it is, but just know you get no pass. We see you for what you are. So with that said, family, ciao. Y'all already know what it is. Um, I just had to bring this particular podcast to the family. Sorry it was too long, honey, but sh- had to add an extra to the list. Um, so I wish everyone well on this day. And you have a great day. Uh, this is WTUZ Radio Podcast. And I'm your host, Rhonda. Peace and love, family. <laughs>